from the Gospel of Luke. And as it was in the day of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today, we're looking at chapter 22 and 23 from the prophet Isaiah. And honestly, as we continue to move forward... In these prophecies, the more relevant they're going to become to us and our day. In fact, next week, Lord willing, if we get to chapter 24, that deals with judgment on the entire earth. Chapter 22 and 23 here, we have basically this judgment on the Valley of Visions. I'll talk about that in just a second. And then we have the fall of Tyre. The vision of the or the Valley of Visions, is actually referring to Jerusalem. Let me just read you the first verse real quick of this chapter. The oracle concerning the Valley of Visions. What is the matter with you now that you have all gone up to the housetops? Let me give you just a short little commentary to kind of set the stage here about the Valley of Visions, and that statement, what is the matter with you? The Valley of Visions referred to Israel. Since God often revealed himself to Jerusalem in visions, however, the unrepentant inhabitants displayed a mark lack of vision and their oblivion to the destruction of that awaited them. What is the matter with you? The prophet says. The prophet reproached the people for celebrating with wild parties when they should have been in deep repentance because of their sins. Apparently, he anticipated a condition that arose in conjunction with Jerusalem, the fall to Babylon in 586. Similar incursions by the Assyrians in either 711 or 701 B.C., from which the Lord delivered the city, had prompted the revelry among the people. This is one of those themes that seems to be so prevalent as it pertains to judgment, but specifically as it pertains to judgment where God's people are concerned. God's like, what is the matter with you? Judgment is at your door and you're celebrating. You're throwing parties. You're, you're You're completely oblivious when you ought to be covering yourself with sackcloth and ashes and repenting and fasting. I look at the church today and I can't help but think what a word they need to hear. What a word that we need to hear. That's why I read from you, read to you from the Gospel of Luke to start to show. Because that's the attitude in the last days, right? 
It'll be just like it was in the days of Noah. People will be eating and drinking, getting married, giving in marriage. They'll be doing... They're going to be completely oblivious. Likewise, it'll be like the days of Lot. Luke says. Now, obviously, we're living in the days of Lot. So, change my mind on that. But just like in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. This is the heart and the mindset, of, unfortunately, of Jerusalem in Isaiah's day. And he's saying, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you paying attention? Open up your hearts. Let's read chapter 22 and 23 today. And I pray the word of God would speak to you. Let's begin. Isaiah 22. The oracle concerning the valley of visions. What is the matter with you now? That you have all gone up to the housetops. You who are full of noise. You boisterous town. You, oh, you exalent city. Your slain were not slain with the sword, nor did they die in battle. All your rulers have fled together and have been captured without the bow. All of you who were found were taken captive together, though they had fled far away. Therefore I say, turn your eyes away from me. Let me weep bitterly. Do not try to comfort me concerning the destruction of the daughter of my people. For the Lord God of hosts has a day of panic, subjection, and confusion in the valley of visions, a breaking down of walls, a crying to the mountain. Elam took up the quiver with the chariots, infantry, and horsemen, and Kerr uncovered the shield. Then your choicest valleys were full of chariots, and the horsemen took up fixed positions at the gate. And we removed the defense of Judah. And that day, you depended on the weapons of the house of the forest. And you saw the breaches, and the wall of the city of David were many. And you collected the waters of the lower pool. Then you counted the houses of Jerusalem and tore down houses to fortify the wall. And you made a reservoir between the two walls for the water of the old pool. But you did not depend on him who made it. Nor did you take into consideration him who planned it long ago. Therefore, in that day, the Lord God of hosts called you to weeping and to wailing to shaving the head and to wearing sackcloth. Instead, there is gaiety and gladness, killing of cattle and slaughtering of sheep and eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. But the Lord of hosts revealed himself to me. Surely this iniquity shall not be forgiven you. Until you die, says the Lord of hosts. So please note, The prophet saying, you should have been weeping. You should have been covering yourself in ashes and sackcloth. But instead, you, you were having gladness and 
eating and drinking wine and being merry. And then there's that famous line that gets used in movies and all kinds of literature and everything. Well, newsflash world, it comes from the book of Isaiah. It's from the Bible. It goes back thousands and thousands of years. And that line is, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we may die. What is wrong with you? The prophet wants to know. Why are you partying when you should be mourning? And that day did the Lord God of hosts call to weeping and mourning and to baldness and to girding with sackcloth. Verse 15, thus says the Lord God of hosts, Come, go to the steward to Shebna, who is in charge with the royal household. What right do you have here? And whom do you have here? That you have hewn a tome for yourself here. You who hewn a tome on the height. You who carve a resting place for yourself in the rock. Behold, the Lord is about to hurl you headlong, O man. And he is about to grasp you firmly. And roll you tightly like a ball to be cast into a vast country. There you will die. And there your splendid chariots will be. You shame of your master's house. I will dispose you from your office. And I will pull you down from your station. Then it will come about in that day. That I will summon my servant, Elechem, to the son of Hilkiah. And I will clothe him with your tunic. And tie your sash securely about him. And I will entrust him with your authority. And he will become a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Into the house of Judah. And then I will set the key of the house of David on his shoulder. When he opens, no one will shut, and when he shuts, no one will open. And I will drive him like a peg in a firm place, and he will become the throne of glory to his father's house. So they will hang on him all the glory of his father's house, offspring and issues, all the least vessels from bowls and jars. And that day, declares the Lord of hosts, the peg driven in a firm place will give way. It will even break off and fall, and the load hanging on it will be cut off, for the Lord has spoken. So that is chapter 22. We have 17 more verses. It deals with the fall of Tyre. Let's begin. The Oracle Concerning Tyre. Wail, O ships of Tarshish, for Tyre is destroyed without house or harbor. It is reported to them from the land of Cyprus, Be silent, you inhabitants of the coastland, you merchants of Sidon. Your messengers crossed the sea and were on many waters. The grain of the Nile, the harvest of the river, was her revenue. And she was the market of nations. Be ashamed, O Sidon. For the sea speaks to the stronghold of the sea, saying, I have neither traveled nor given birth, travailed nor given birth. I have neither brought up young men nor reared virgins. When the report reaches Egypt, they will be in anguish at the report of Tyre. Pass over to Tarsh, Tarshish, whale who inhabitants of the coastland. Is this your jubilant city? 
whose origin is from antiquity, whose feet used to carry her to colonize distant places, who has planned this against Tyree, the bestowers of the crowns, whose merchants were princes, whose traders were the honored of the earth. The Lord of Hosts has planned it to defile the pride of all beauty, to despise all the honored of the earth. So please note, here's why these things are important. Even when it's dealing with a past judgment uh, on a city that has nothing to do with you, is because this shows God's attitude. And we can see the connections. Like he's, he's talking about how they have these beautiful places and they have these great merchants who are respected around the world, right? It doesn't matter. When the judgment's coming, it's coming. And it doesn't matter how powerful and how revered you are by men. It won't matter. God's judgment will come either way. God doesn't go, well, that place is really pretty. We better not. Or uh, those merchants are really well respected around the world. I guess we'll let them get away with their depravity. No, that's not how it works. The Lord of hosts has planned to defile the pride of all beauty, to despise all the honored of the earth. Verse 10. Overflow your land like the Nile, O daughter, at Tarshish. There is no more restraint. He has stretched out his hand over the sea. He has made the kingdoms tremble. The Lord has given a command concerning Canaan to demolish its strongholds. He has said... You shall exalt no more, O crushed virgin, daughter of Sidon. Arise, pass over to the Cyprus. Even there you will find no rest. Behold, the land of the Chaldeans. This is the people which is, was not. Assyria appointed it for desert creatures. They erected their siege towers. They stripped its palaces. They made it a ruin. Wail, O ships of Tarshish, for your stronghold is destroyed. Now on that day, Tyre will be forgotten for 70 years like the days of one king. At the end of 70 years, it will happen to Tyre as in the song of the harlot. Take your harp, walk about the city, O forgotten harlot. Pluck the strings skillfully, sing many songs that you may be remembered. It will come about at the end of 70 years that the Lord will visit Tyre. Then she will go back her harlot's wages and will play the harlot with all the kingdoms on the face of the earth her gain her harlot wages will be set apart to the lord it will not be stored up or hoarded but her gain will become sufficient food and choice attire for those who dwell in the presence of the lord that is the end of chapter 22 and 23 just so you know for Next week, Lord willing, the first verse starts like this. Behold, the Lord lays the earth waste, devastates it, distorts its surface, and scatters its inhabitants. You know, the part of the human condition is we all walk around as if tomorrow is a guarantee we treat people as if we will have a chance to make it right the next day.
We don't fear God. We pervert His grace. And when judgment does come, and it will, and I'm not talking about just the trials and things of life and the wars between nations. I'm talking about when God-ordained judgment comes upon the earth. People will be eating and drinking when they should have been weeping and mourning and giving to baldness and wearing sackcloth. Instead, they'll be eating and drinking and their attitude will be what? Let us eat. Let us drink. For tomorrow we shall die. Like Just this casual attitude. It'll be cut, the scriptures say it'll be come upon the earth like a snare. It'll be a surprise. But if we are to take the Luke verses literally, one thing that we can note that happens in both scenarios, the days of Noah and the days of Lot, is that the righteous seem to be going to a place of protection, don't they? As it was in the day of Noah, so shall it be also in the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married, they were given marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And then the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. The scriptures say, pray that you be counted worthy to escape all these things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Have mercy. Thank you for listening, my friends. I pray you've been blessed and strengthened by the podcast this week. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for those who provided and blessed the the work here. And uh, couldn't do it without you. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.